Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this is your first time, please take advantage of the description below. We've got a lot of links down there that you can click on and navigate to our social media accounts and follow us on all our different social media channels. Also, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening or watching to follow us on our channel on YouTube or on the podcast on which you are listening. If you are a returning visitor, Hopefully you've done all that already. Start taking advantage of those share icons and help us reach more people with these messages. Today we're talking about a message that uh, could shake you up a little bit. It's uh, something about your finances and how you have everything set up. The main thing to remember is that if you are in debt, you are a slave. Write that down and we're going to explain why and how to uh, what's going on about that? If you're in debt, you're a slave. You are a slave. The borrower is slave to the lender. As a matter of fact, it's right out of the Bible. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Proverbs 22:7. If you have your Bibles, dig them out. We got a lot of scripture to go over. If you don't, check out the link. Uh, the, the description below has all kinds of of references that you can come back and read at a later time. So if you follow God's plan for your money, you will learn to hate debt. There are some people out there, some financial uh, advisors or planners or speakers that they say you are to hate debt. They give you permission to hate debt. Now of course debt is a tool. Debt can be used for a, a great way to advance your lifestyle, the kingdom, whatever it may be. Debt is a tool. But the minute you start taking debt too far, you become a slave. Who are you a slave to? The lender. You're a slave to whoever lent you that money. Why? Well, because if you can't pay, they're going to come calling. In addition, all the while you're trying to pay, you're a slave. You're working for who? For them. You might think you're working for your job, but you're getting money and your money is going to your lender. You're working for them. Now, like I said, debt is a tool. You need a mortgage to get a house. Great. If you want to advance, you might need a business loan. You want to buy more properties, you might need more loans in order to do that. The thing is, you have to be smart about taking those loans. They have to cash flow so that no matter what, the loan can pay the loan. And any cash flow coming in on that investment or on that loan can pay the loan so that if you walked away or you died, boom, all that's covered because you did it wisely. The borrower is slave to the lender. Do you want to be a slave? I don't think so. I know I don't, but that doesn't mean I don't still have loans. You just have to follow the right plan and set things up properly. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 6, verses 1 to 7. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, if you have struck hands in a pledge for another, if you have been trapped by what you have said and snared by the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, free yourself. Since you have fallen in your neighbor's hands, go and humble yourself. Press your plea with your neighbor. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard. 
Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler. Yet it stores provisions in the summer and gathers food at harvest. Keep reading. Continue on. It's great. What is the point? If you have struck hands in a pledge and been trapped by the words of your mouth, if you have agreed to be in debt, do this right away. Press your plea. What can you do? Now, obviously, a lot of places, banks, uh, lenders, loan companies, they're not going to just say, yeah, no problem, we'll forgive it. But press your plea with them. What does that mean? Try to negotiate something. Hey, can we get a reduced interest rate? Can we get 0% interest for the next so many months? Can we do that? Can, what can we do? Press your plea with them. Right away. Don't sleep on it for a few days. Go. Then do this. Free yourself like what? Like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter. What is a gazelle? That's a super fast animal. Run. Free yourself. Get away from this debt. Like a bird from the fowler. What do they do? They fly away real fast. They're gone. Free yourself. How do you free yourself? Start making payments. Pay it off. Get out of debt. Now, of course, like I said, you can have what we're going to call good debt. Now, if you need more lessons on finance and money and good debt and bad debt and how to use debt as a tool, use it correctly, if you need to screw in a screw on your, on your outlet cover, your light switch, and you get a hammer, and hammer is your debt, and this is what you're trying to accomplish, that's bad debt. You need a good debt. You need that screwdriver to screw that in and accomplish that properly. If you need any help with that finance area, comment below and we'll get you connected. We've got other great resources that you can learn more about money and finance and investing. In addition, we've got several sermons on the topic of money because it's very important in your life to follow God's plan for your money. One note about debt, though, sometimes, yes, it can be good, but debt is still something that you want to try to avoid for the reason of your debt is supporting the company to which you are indebted to. For example, if you get a loan from a bank and that bank isn't ran by Christians or uh, the kingdom of God, you're now supporting something outside the kingdom of God. Now, that's not something that you need to really worry about too much. But, for example, Wells Fargo. That company has done so much evil, it's incredible they're still in business. Yeah, I singled it out. I did. You want to know about what they've done? You can do some research. I won't get into it. We're not going to even set the stage for any type of a, of a legal course here. If you are in in debt with some other company, whether it's a credit card company, whether it's a bank, a personal lender, whatever the case may be, loan shark. If those people aren't of God, then your money is going to support something outside the body of Christ. Therefore, if you go into debt, it would be best to do it with people who are within the kingdom of God. In general, if you're in debt, your income is becoming outgone and it's going to someone who's wiser than you, unless you're using debt as a proper tool. But you need to follow God and get out of debt. Free yourself. Run. 
Think about this. Think of the good your money could do if it were going where God wanted it to go. To the right people who God wanted it to go to. Check out this video on using your gifts. It's a great sermon, a great message. Navigate to our YouTube channels called Use Your Gifts. Matthew chapter 13, verse 12. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. The big banks are rich. They lend you money at an interest rate, and you pay it back, and they make even more money. They have an abundance. But you, in proportion to them, have nothing. And even what you have is being taken from you. It's going out of your hand and into their pocket. Luke 19.26 is a similar verse. Check it out. He replied, I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given. But for the one who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. Why? <clears throat> Borrower, slave to the lender. Everything you have, out gone to the lender. Look at how perfectly it applies to the world today. Like I said, loan companies, they're loaded with money. They collect tons of money, whether it's in interest, premiums, fees, from people like you who have nothing compared to them. Money flows from the hands of fools to the hands of the wise. Proverbs 17, <clears throat> verse 16. Of what use is money in the hand of a fool, since they have no desire to get wisdom? Money flows from the hands of fools to the hands of the wise. Why? Because the fools don't have any desire to get wisdom. The wise want wisdom. So guess what? They're going to get the money. And then, then what are they going to do with it? They're going to get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get wisdom, get understanding, Solomon says. So if you're in debt, what must you do? Number one. Work hard to pay off your debt. It might take time. It could take you a couple years. Don't worry. Formulate a plan. Free yourself. Maybe your plan is, is more complicated than someone else's plan. Someone might say, we're going to cut our budget down. We're going to make more payments. Someone else might say, I'm getting another job and I'm going to pay even more. Someone might say, I'm going to go into more debt and do a business opportunity that's going to cash flow to pay off more. Complicated. Whatever your plan is, make sure you have one and make sure it's working for you. And no, it's going to take time. You can go into debt in two seconds. You can go on, punch up a loan, boom, you got the money. You could spend it, it's gone. It could take you 20 years to pay that off. Just remember, the borrower is slave to the lender. Who are you really working for? Think about when you're going to go into debt or when you're going to strike hands in a pledge or a partnership. Who are you partnering with? Are they of God? The more people that you can have in your life that are of God and the more people you partner with that are in the kingdom of God, generally the better that's going to go. Now, of course, some people claim that they're of God and then you may partner with them because they say they're a Christian. But generally, that really works out poorly. At least in my experience, Several things, Christian companies that proclaim they're Christian, Christian people that say they're a Christian business, oftentimes they're the most difficult. Why? Well, because they're not really who they're claiming to be. 
they're false. They're a false doctrine. They're a false pretense. They're liars. So you've got to be really careful. You have to sift them. If someone says they are, make sure they really are who they say they are. Test them. There's nothing against testing your fellow humanity, your fellow mankind. Make sure they really are who they say they are. Work to make sure that you are wisely handling your money. Income is yours. It's given to you by God. What are you doing with it? Are you foolishly giving it away to companies and uh, in interest rates to people who aren't using it to grow the kingdom? Or are you using it wisely and, and letting it grow and being fruitful and multiplying? You worked hard for your money. Why not keep it? Really, seriously, why not keep it? Proverbs 21, 20. In the house of the wise are choice, are stores of choice food and oil, but a foolish person devours all they have. What is this saying? In the house of the wise, they, keep, they take care of their stuff. They have stores. They have provisions. They're ready. The grocery store truck doesn't come in this week. They're fine. They've got stores of choice food and oil. They've got their groceries. They've got the cupboards full, the fridge stocked, the freezers full. Their bank accounts are good. They've taken care of their stuff. They've, they've stored it for a rainy day. But the foolish people devour all they have. They get it and it's gone. They get the money and it's gone. Their money is spent before it's even deposited in their bank account. You know these types of people. You could probably think of one that you know. They got all their money spent. They say, oh, I'm going to get this, this paycheck, but it's already gone. I've already spent it. This has got to go here. This has got to go here. This has got to go here. A foolish person devours all they have. That money is being devoured right away. Don't be like that. And if you are like that, make an effort to change. Proverbs 28, 20 to 22. A faithful man will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Be faithful. Work hard. Be diligent. Diligent hands will prosper. Keep at it. Yes, it might take you a while, but keep going. If you stop that and you try some get-rich-quick, someone who's eager to get rich, say, man, I got 50 grand in debt. I got to pay it off in six months. Probably not going to happen. I'm going to go to the casino. I'm going to enter a poker tournament. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike hands in this business. I'm going to develop a property. I'm going to, whatever the case may be, I'm going to rob a bank. One eager to get rich will not go unpunished. You'll have your fill of poverty. To show partiality is not good, a man will do wrong for a piece of bread. Keep going. A stingy man is eager to get rich, unaware that poverty awaits him. Poverty awaits that. If you're eager to get rich, that's a sign of greed. Also a sign of idolatry. Maybe you're putting money above God. Just know that if you're in debt, you can live in debt. Work to get out of it. Free yourself because the borrower is slave to the lender. So some take-home points. Debt is okay. 
as long as it's used correctly. If you have to go into debt, make sure that it's something that you talk about. It's not something you enter into lightly. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your money. Make sure you're following that plan. How do you know what it is? Talk to him. In addition, if you are in debt, make a plan. How are you going to pay it off? How are you going to get out of debt? What are you doing with your time, with your resources? Are you using your gifts? Now, you might say, I have a gift of preaching or prophecy or teaching. I'm using my gifts, but it's not paying me very well. Well, it's better to use your gifts and have little than to go do something else and have a lot. Use your gifts. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all else will be given to you as well. That's very, very important. That's in Matthew 6.33, by the way. Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. Everything else will be given to you. Store treasure in heaven. You'll have everything you need here on earth. Remember, you're better than birds. Check out that sermon. It's a good one. Better than birds. You're better than birds. God will take care of you. Have a plan and follow the plan. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for all of the monetary discussion that you have given us in the Bible. I ask that if those out there are struggling with finance, that they would start seeking your knowledge and your wisdom on how to handle their financial situations. And that if they need help, if they need guidance, that they would comment below so that we could refer them and get them connected with resources and people who could help them understand their situation and change their situation. Lord, I ask that they would realize how important it is that they would know that the borrower is truly slave to the lender. That if they owe money somewhere, that they're working for them, ultimately. And that if they are in debt, not to panic, that it's okay. As long as they have a plan to see it through and to get out. Lord, I ask that they would start to follow your plan for their money. That they would seek your kingdom and your righteousness. And that they would have everything else given to them. Like Solomon sought your wisdom and became very, very wealthy. You've said that if we meditate on your scripture and do what it says, that then we will be prosperous and successful. Lord, I pray that upon each and every person out there, that they would start doing what your word says and that prosperity and success would follow. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much for giving us your time this week. We hope the message has been great. If you have any questions, please comment below. We'd love to help you out. In addition, if you need prayer, comment below. If you need prayer for your finances or any area of your life, comment below. Have a great week. God bless.